What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Ray Talks Live. As we look at the calendar, we see that we're just about the first week into August. And generally, we all know that, especially once August comes, that means the school year, the new school year is here. And those of you who've been following my podcast, you know I'm a, I'm a high school teacher. And if you're new, definitely hit that subscribe button or follow button and follow along because I have a lot of great topics that talks about education and a lot of other things on my podcast. But me, knowing that now the summer is coming to an end, it's time for the new school year, you know, it's 50-50. You know, it's bittersweet. You know, you're sad to see summer come to an end. But at the same time, you get excited because you have an opportunity because the new school year is starting to try out some new things, try to improve upon what you've worked on the last couple of years. You know, try to improve your game. You know, get better. Figure out what works and what doesn't work as you continue to grow in your career. So, but one of the things, like, I had a friend who came to me and said, you know, you should do an episode in helping parents understand more about what are some of the expectations that they really need to have or better understanding when they go into school. And so I said, okay, I'll do that, and I'll use it. So, although my advice for getting ready for the school year for parents is going to be more on the high school level because I teach high school, But I will give one general overall best advice for every parent, regardless of whether your child is in the elementary level, middle school, or high school level. And the best advice I can tell any parent or guardian is be active. You have to stay active in your child or your children's education. You have to be active. You need to know who are their teachers. You know, go to those open house or those meet and greets before the school year starts. You know, you got to be proactive in your child's life. You know, be proactive in their education, you know. And I'm going to get into some of those reasons why as I go into that later. But then also another good advice is make sure your kids get a good night's sleep. You know, you got to make sure your child gets some good night's sleep. You know, granted, I know on the high school level, yeah, there's going to be a few nights where they may have to stay up late because they got work to do or because they waited until the last minute. But, you know, make sure your child gets some good night's sleep. You know, make sure you remove that cell phone from them, especially from the the older age kids. Another piece of advice for every parent I would probably tell you is make sure you download or you're very familiar with your child's grade book. You know, I know just about every school district either has an app or there is a parent portal that parents can log into and see their child's attendance, see their child's grades, so that there is no shock as to when all of a sudden the teacher contacts you and say, hey, you know, your child is currently failing the nine weeks or the grading period. It should be a shock because you would have seen it, you know, throughout the course of the grading period. All right. You know, and basically and with that district app to check your child's grades, you know, check it every week. You know, don't wait until, you know, either the progress report cards or interim report cards come out or a failure notice uh, to finally want to get involved. You know, finally want to start asking the teacher, oh, what kind of work can my child make up? And I'm one of the first ones to tell you, I'm not allowing your child to make up any work. You know, why am I going to give your child an opportunity to make up work from week two, week three, and they haven't done anything for like seven weeks already? It don't work like that. I say they got the last two weeks of this grading period to do whatever they can. And if they luckily get a C, they get a C. If not, they get the grade that they earn. So. That's that probably is my best advice for all parents, regardless of what grade your child is in. 
But if you are someone whose child is in high school or you know a friend or another family member who's in high school, you might want to tell them to share this podcast episode out to them. So let me give you my best advice. I've been doing high school now for over 10 years. I'm going to give you some advice that I think that will help any parent who has a high school student, regardless of whatever grade they're in. So going back to my original best advice, be active. You know, you got to be proactive, especially if your child is a senior. You know, their senior year, senioritis is a big thing, and kids fall into that sometimes starting on day one, and then sometimes they fall into it at the wrong time. So you got to make sure you stay active. You got to push them, keep staying on top of them. You know, because senior year, it can go by kind of fast, but at the same time, it can totally derail that graduation party you want to spend all that money on to know that having a phone call from school or getting that uh, contact from a teacher saying, hey, your child may not graduate because they are failing my class at the moment or failing this course. So stay active. You know, if your child is a junior, you got to be active with them. Because one, you gotta encourage them to you know start thinking about their life after high school. Is it going to be college, or are they going to just go straight into the workforce? So you gotta get involved, especially their junior year, because now you gotta make them start thinking about taking the SAT or the ACT. You know, thinking about what college or university you're thinking about. And then if they're just saying they want to go into the workforce, are they trying to line themselves up with an internship or just try to find work in that? field or career that they want to go to and then if your child is a freshman or sophomore you just got to stay on them and tell them they got to get the best grades you know one of the things I tell kids you know although grades don't define you as the type of person you are or who you will be in life but unfortunately your grades in high school do define you to the degree you know your grades in high school determines what kind of classes you can take what kind of level of classes you can take and also like I tell with your GPA you know, when you start out freshman year, you know, your GPA can, may seem high. It may start out high, even though you may have some bad grades here and there. But as you go through, you know, as those grades keep popping in every quarter, either your GPA is going to climb or your GPA is going to tank. And like I tell them, it's much easier for your GPA to fall than for your GPA to rise. You know, so as I tell kids, especially when I have juniors and as seniors, I say, listen, if you're trying to get a certain GPA, you got to get straight A's. You got to notify all those F's and D's you got back in ninth grade or maybe in 10th grade. You got to get straight A's to notify that just to get your GPA to go back up. And then also, like I'll, I would encourage every parent, go to your school's open house. Go to your child's open house because you get a chance to meet the teacher and you get an idea of what type of teacher is going to be in front of your child for 45 minutes, 60 minutes, or maybe 90 minutes in a day, you know, be invested. You know, I always find it amazing that I will always see more parents at a Friday night football game, you know, cheering their kids on for the athletes, you know, who are playing football or the cheerleaders or in the band, as well as even for basketball games as well. You know, they're, they're cheering for them, and that's great. That's beautiful. Support your child. But also at the same time, be invested in their academics the same way you are investing in their extracurricular activities, you know, because the key word is extracurricular activities. That's something that does not impact their grades. You know, you could be four-year letterman or varsity captain of your cheerleading squad, but if you're sitting up there with a barely making a 2.0 and you're on the verge of maybe not passing or not graduating, 
then what's the point? You know, so parents, you got to be proactive and invested the same way you are in their extracurricular activities, whether they're athletes or cheerleaders or in the band or whatever the case may be. You got to be as proactive as you can. Another thing I also will say to parents, and I too am a parent as well with two young ones in elementary school at the moment, but one thing I will say, you have to stop believing that your child is, quote, a perfect angel, unquote. Okay, a perfect angel. So meaning if the school or the teachers are calling you or sending you emails and let you know, hey, that your child's behavior or your child's academics are unacceptable, don't get defensive all of a sudden. You know, I've been in parent conferences where some parents don't want to believe a word that a teacher's saying that their daughter or their son don't act like that. Oh, no, they wouldn't be doing this. They don't curse. Uh, they do their work. I'm not sure. Are you sure you're talking about my child? Listen, if... A couple of teachers are saying the same thing in a respectable way. Take it to heart. They're telling you what your child is doing. You know, I know all of us want to think our children are perfect angels. Yeah, they may be perfect angels when they're around you, but a lot of kids act totally different once they get away from the parents. And all of us, as if we're adults now, we all knew that when we weren't around our parents anymore, oh, we cut up a little bit. We all have done that. So... When, those, when teachers are telling you about your child's behavior, don't be all defensive. You know, want to run away and defend your child so quickly. Because I've been in parent conferences where the evidence mounts up, and all of a sudden, as a parent, you look very stupid. And guess what? As I've known from being a summer camp counselor for seven years, and it's like I say, being an educator now for over 10 years, kids will lie to protect themselves. And until you bring the evidence and you put it in front of them, some parents, you know, they, they look stupid and, you know, don't look like a fool. You know, I'm not saying don't defend your child, but don't be so defensive. Try to understand that your child is not a perfect angel that you think they are when they're not with you. All right. And then lastly, I will tell any parent you need to call and contact your school or teachers if you are unsure about something, if you need clarification on something. Communication, I know, is a big part. And, you know, I do my best, even when dealing with 200-some students, to try to reach out to parents. I always tell parents, whether they email me or they come out to open house, I say email is the best way to get in touch with me because I do other things at work. You know, I wear other little hats. But I will say, if you email me, I will email you back probably within 24 hours when you originally sent your email. But be involved. That's the best thing I can tell you as a parent. You know, those five, ten minutes you spend at work, or whatever you're doing, when you're on that Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, spend those few minutes actually going to your school district's app or logging into your parent portal and see what's going on with your child. You know, check up on their grades, check up on their attendance. So you have a real good idea of what your child is up to. Because we know kids know how to play the game. And like I say, kids, especially teenagers, they will lie to protect themselves. So, but as a parent, you got to learn how to understand what's going on. You need to really make sure that you have the best information in front of you to know what's going on. Do the open houses. Do those meet and greets. Stay on top of your kids' grades. Be proactive. All right? So I hope you guys enjoyed this quick uh, podcast episode on advice from a teacher in terms of how you can be a better parent and making sure your kids are successful as this new 2021-2022 school year is getting started. 
So if you know someone who can benefit from this episode, definitely share it out to them so they can listen and they can get some advice from a teacher who's trying to help them help their kids be the best that they can be. All right. And remember, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Ray Talks Live. You can also follow me on Instagram at Ray Talks underscore live. And you can also send me an email at raytalkslive at gmail.com. And with that, I am out.